Welcome to the Domestic Fuel Cast, a podcast devoted to news and information about alternative fuels and energy, produced and hosted by Zimcom New Media. Racing around the track at about 200 miles an hour on clean burning ethanol. I'm your host, John Davis. Ethanol recently played a key role in one of the Indy Racing League's cleanest competitions, the Iowa Corn Indy 250. The race at the Iowa Speedway in Newton attracted about 25 drivers from around the world, from Belgium to Brazil, to run on the track nestled not far from the green cornfields that provide the feedstock for that ethanol. Ron McQueenie, director of photography for the IRL and a nearly 40-year veteran photographer of the sport, says the clean green fuel has made a world of difference in clearing the haze that used to accompany the start of each race. It's a big difference for the start of the, especially the Indy 500, where you've got 33 cars coming down. And, and uh, while there is a little dust and, and dirt on the racetrack from uh, the lack of activity on the track for a couple of days, it's still, you could see the, can, the, the kind of an orangish haze that came up from the cars as they accelerated coming towards the green flag. And now you don't see that as much. Um, it's uh, and it's it's nice now being in the flag stand for the last eight or ten years. Uh, that haze used to come up and get in our noses, and while I'm concentrating on the shot of shooting the celebrity doing the uh, the green flag, you still uh, get that feeling. And and now you don't with with the ethanol. It's a lot cleaner. He recalls how Indy driver Paul Dana, who died in a tragic pre-race crash during the official debut of ethanol in 2006, was an early advocate of the corn-based fuel. Paul came to me when he was running with uh, the Indy Light Series back in the day, and and uh, he had an idea on this this ethanol thing, and and he says uh, I need I need a shot taken, and I don't know where to turn, and I said well you know I'll be, I'll try to help you any way I can, so he arranged uh, in, in a neighborhood right down the street from where I live, he arranged uh, with a farmer who had a cornfield to bring his car in the side yard by beside the guy's house, pulled the the transporter in, dropped the car off, pushed the car out, and I got up on in the bucket of a uh, tractor, the front loader bucket of a tractor, and got above so we could shoot the, the field of corn, uh, the endless field of corn behind Paul's car and Paul standing uh, uh, next to the car, and, and it turned out this is how he ended up getting his ethanol. Uh, he had painted his car in ethanol colors, and and uh, some of his sub-sponsors that were on his car that year, uh, he made them a major portion, and it turned out he, he did such a good job with this promotion, and we did a, a fairly decent job with the picture that he ended up with an IndyCar ride from that. And, uh, um, you know, that was, that was fun, and I, I knew Paul very well, and uh, he, uh, he did a good job of promoting the ethanol. That acceptance of ethanol in IndyCars and plenty more vehicles out on the regular roads is part of the reason Indy is in corn country, something Don Ellsburn, a producer and president of the Iowa Corn Growers Association, one of the sponsors of the Iowa Corn Indy 250, is glad to see. Iowa is number one in corn production, and we are also number one in ethanol production, and and we're very proud of that fact. And having this race in Iowa just highlights the fact, those issues, and our ability to produce and the impact that it has on our country and our state. Todd Frazier with Pioneer Hybrid, another sponsor of the race, says this is a great opportunity to show just how great ethanol is. The key reasons we co-sponsor with uh, Iowa Corn 
are to really showcase the state, uh, the state of Iowa, and get some exposure here. And we also like to highlight the the great advancements we've seen in biofuels as well that help us uh, reduce our dependence on petroleum-based products uh, that are out there. And he's glad to see lots of farmers seeing these high-performance vehicles run on their high-performance fuel. We're glad growers to come out and enjoy the weekend with us and uh, just want to let everybody know we've got a strong commitment at Pioneer uh, to help them grow their businesses uh, over the next decades uh, to come. Uh, we're really focused in two primary areas, uh, bringing them new and innovative products uh, that will help uh, maximize yield out there and also protect yield. That's, that, that's key as well because we throw a lot of pests and diseases and uh, weather and uh, those kind of things at these hybrids. And the second key piece we're focused on at Pioneer is delivering uh, great innovative services as well that uh, help the grower uh, produce the crop in the most efficient way they possibly can. And that's uh, always delivered through our Pioneer sales reps and our employees that are out uh, uh, locally across Iowa, Missouri, and want to help those growers put the right product on the right acre. And don't worry about these corn growers taking a weekend off to take in the race. Ellsburn tells our Chuck Zimmerman they're growing plenty of corn to keep up with current and hopefully increase demands for ethanol in the future. We as corn growers always anticipate that our yields are going to continue to grow. We're going to have more corn to, to uh, supply to all our end users. Um, even in the past few years, as we've grown our demand for corn from ethanol, we've been able to supply all the needs of all of our customers. And as we go forward and look to grow more yield, we, we need to continue growing the demand to keep the su- supply and demand in balance. Well, I think if, if uh, people go to your website, iowacorn.org, they'll find plenty of facts and figures there, which include how you were talking about yields, how much higher the yield is per acre, and the fact that we're producing more and actually reducing the number of acres needed to do that. Absolutely. If you look at some of the numbers, you know, in... In uh, 2004 was the first year that we grew a 10 billion bushel crop nationally. In the last three years, we've grown 12.8 billion bushel crop and two 13 billion bushel crops. So we've improved yield significantly, and we don't see a slowdown in that trend. And no slowing down the Indy cars as they tore up the track. All on ethanol. I'm John Davis reporting. You've been listening to the Domestic Fuel Cast, the official podcast of DomesticFuel.com. Check out the website daily for the latest good news about the alternative energy industry.